This episode is brought to you by Warner Media. Stay tuned for more information later in the show. What up? Hello. We are live <laughs> with the Death Battle cast. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we have a very special episode today, as you can probably see from the person to my... This, this direction. Uh, <laughs> right, Ben. <laughs> Um, we're professional here. Uh, all right. Uh, welcome to the Death Battle cast. I am Ben, the voice of Wiz. Below me over here is Chad, voice of Boomstick. Hi, Chad, Hello, Chad. Boomstick. There's Sam and next Sam. to him. And then above me <laughs> is, uh, is a very special guest. A mysterious uh, man. <laughs> the mysterious a man, man who has no name. You may <laughs> well, know him as just, the... <laughs> you may know him as the creator of... Uh, yeah, exactly. Fairly, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. You, you may know him as the creator of shows like The Fairly Odd Parents and um, most important today, Danny Phantom. Butch Hartman, thank you for joining us. This is amazing. Yeah. Also, uh, take off the mask. The dramatic reveal. Sorry, guys. I had to, I had to wear them. <laughs> no, my daughter made me this mask, and I'm like, this is a perfect time to, like, you know, put the mask. I'm showing that I'm supporting the social distancing, you know? Of Absolutely. Very important. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. This is, uh, this is a first for us. Uh, having having the creator of a character that's appeared on Death Battle on the Death Battle cast, so this is a uh, kind of crazy <laughs> uh, wow. to to us. I, I, I find that surprising. You guys are awesome. I, I mean, everyone's ignored you guys. You guys are like really great. <laughs> like I can't believe so, this. Like we've gotten some you know some like social media interaction. Uh, my favorite one is, is the creator of Bayonetta, who is traditionally <laughs> very like. He's very toxic on Twitter. Uh, I, there was something he tweeted this thing. It was just like enough of this death battle thing. Like stop. Like basically, he was telling people to stop tweeting him about it when we use Bayonetta. Um, <laughs> uh, we, uh, most we of the time, uh, we, we've gotten uh, acknowledged quite a few times, and most of the time, the reactions are either you know positive, like oh, hope we enjoy the episode, to confused, <laughs> like what is this? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> yeah, um, that's what most of the reactions are. <laughs> So to have, actually have yeah. you reach out to us was uh, was was a unique, really cool, you know, moment for us, and it was great. So uh, thank you for being here and, well, and, and joining just, us, guys. No, hey, listen, I'm I'm just flattered that you even uh, acknowledged Danny Phantom at all, because like you know it was a great show. I loved working on it, Nickelodeon, and then um, since the show ended in 2007, the fans have been clamoring for it to come back. We still haven't brought it back for whatever reason, but. I try and keep this show alive on my YouTube channel and the fact that you guys, I, I said this on my uh, video that I did, I reacted to your video. I even said this was the first Danny Phantom animation I've had nothing to do with. And that's why I was freaked out about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, someone else is doing it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's true. Like, that, that is something that, that I always uh, keep in mind when we're making an episode of Death Battle is like, we're using other people's characters. And it's very important to me that we uh, represent them in a way that the creators themselves like you uh, would be you know, okay with. Like, we're not going to do something crazy with a character that, that causes some sort of controversy or whatever. I mean, I guess technically having other them than, kill another character is... Right, other than remove the morals of killing another but, character. Yes, um, but yeah. that's the idea of death well, battle. Hey, Amen. Well, you know, the fact that uh, uh, Danny um, actually had a... Uh, a, 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 the outcome that I was looking for in the death battle, I don't want to completely spoil anything, <laughs> well, but I was excited I mean, about we, it. <laughs> we, we, can, we can talk about the winner. So this is uh, the spoiler warning right now. We will be discussing yeah. the episode in full, including the victor. 
Um, and, and also, I do want to recommend everybody watching this to check out Butch's YouTube channel because uh, this is kind of how this all came together. He has a a video there that is interviewing Chad and I. Actually, um, yeah. we did that before the episode aired, and he had no idea who who won, whether Danny won or, or lost. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so he made a reaction video, which is. I have never been Crazy. more nervous watching a reaction video. I knew <laughs> yeah. what the result know, was, right? but still, I'm like, I was, I was like watching your video like a hawk and just like crossing my fingers that like you didn't go, well, they got that wrong, you know, or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, but it, you it, know, I, I, it was what I love though the fact though the fact that you guys uh, are able to do this awesome animation on your channel. Because I know how long animation takes, and the fact that you did it well, and then you represent—I think you represented both characters really well. I never really watched Jake Long that much because I was making Danny Phantom at the time, and so to see what he could do, and the fact that—but I was like, Danny's got to win this thing. I was like, he's got to win this battle because like <laughs> he's just far more powerful. But then I was like, they probably found some weird thing I wasn't aware of that you know. Oh, by the way, Jake eats ghosts on a daily basis. You know, I didn't know <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we have. That's happened before. There's a, you know, we talk about this a lot on the show that, you know, we'll go into a fight doing like, we always do like a little bit of preliminary like research just to kind of like get a feel of the characters and make sure that this would make sense. And so there are times that we go in and be like, oh man, like clearly character A is going to win this. Like we're pretty sure. And then we dig through their years of history and we find in this one comic that he has this one ability that actually like perfectly gives him the reason to kill the other kick it's yeah, right. that's happened a handful of times and so it, we're always very surprised when we come across stuff like that yeah it's, but it's one of my favorite good. things you're about good. this show is us finding the surprising moments because I, I like not just I, I like to think of death battle as not just a, a show that like celebrates the characters that you know people grew up with but also hopefully showing something new about them that maybe uh, the fans of those characters never really noticed or didn't actually know. Uh, so finding that kind of stuff is great. Um, of course, you're talking about Danny Phantom potentially coming back or hopefully coming back. Like, it only had three seasons. Oh, there needs to be more. <laughs> yeah, um, did, did, but, uh, and we, we did those three seasons. And then right afterwards, it built up a huge fan base back then, like in the early mm -hmm. 2000s. And this was before Twilight. This was before all these kind of teen romance monster things. So Danny Phantom kind of had all that to begin with. And there was picketing outside Nickelodeon headquarters in New York when uh, the show was canceled. They were really? picketing with signs. It was like, oh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And I was like, wow, this is really neat. And then people would meet me at comic book conventions with big books of petitions signed. And I'm like, guys, thank you. I wish I had the ability to make this thing come back on my own, but I can't. You know, Nickelodeon mm. owns the rights. That's what happens when you sell a show to a network. They own the rights yep. to it. So yeah. I can't really do anything on my own in a real way like that. I can do stuff on my YouTube channel. I've done Danny Phantom 10 years later and a whole bunch of Danny Phantom what if kind of videos, which are great. They're always fun, but I can't do it. Coming soon, like yet. Gary Ghost, uh, right? The new original yeah. series on, uh, <laughs> exactly. on Bush Hartman's channel. Exactly. Uh, well, uh, what what... Just to get kind of an overview of it, uh, what kind of inspired Danny Phantom in the first place for you? What's interesting is I was doing uh, Fairly Odd Parents at the time, and it was very successful. And I was really glad of that, of course. And uh, obviously, I never got tired of working or killing myself and destroying myself. So I was like, well, what else can I do to add more workload? No, actually, it was so funny. I've, uh, I was actually, my mother was moving from Las Vegas to my house out here in L.A., and I was driving her in a moving van and I'm in a moving van and it's super slow and boring. And I'm like, I know Nick, Nickelodeon needs a boys action show right now. 
And I started thinking of cool names. What would a cool name be? And I used to love the show Johnny Quest. It was one of my favorite shows. Yeah, dude. And I thought, what a cool name. The word Quest. If I could just come up with a cool name like Dynamite or Thunder or, you know, like Osmosis or whatever. And I I, I was (laughs) driving. And I found the word Phantom. I'm like, that's a cool name. Like Davey Phantom, Jimmy Phantom. And I finally, by the time I got back to LA, I had the word Danny, the name Danny Phantom in my head. I thought, well, that would be a cool show. What could I make him? I was going to make him like a Scooby-Doo Ghostbuster kind of a character. And it sort of evolved from there. So the name That's came cool. first. That's interesting. Name was first. Mm-hmm. Name was first on that one. And then then I'm like, I could make him a Ghostbuster. I was like a pet owl, like a white owl. And um, then Harry Potter came out. And they're like, no, Harry Potter's got an yeah, owl. You can't do an owl. owl. <laughs> I'm like, why? There's no owl ever again allowed in anything. Uh, so... But then we decided. Don't to make him a, yeah, then we decided to make him a. Yeah, yeah. But when we we decided to make him a superhero, um, and um, then it sort of kind of it kind of became a Spider-Man thing, where a teenager in school, uh, bullies girls, um, and dealing with powers, and that's kind of where it came from. That's awesome. Um, and uh, yeah. uh, well, we we did this episode because not only is Danny Phantom super popular with you know people who've been watching Death Battle and they've been requesting to have Danny Phantom in an episode, uh, but we all enjoy the show as well. Um, but I have to wonder, how did you learn about Death Battle in, in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I have, well, here's the thing. When you when you become an older person, uh, something called wisdom comes along. Okay. And the way I have I'm wisdom is I have young, yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's coming guys, no, it's, it's on the way. No, but I have young oh, people around, I have young people around me. And um, uh, one of the young people actually, you wanna can I pop in here for a second. This young man right here, his name is Raul. Raul, there he is, say hi. Now Raul, how old are you? 19. <laughs> He's 19, you can sit down now Raul. All right. Okay, that's Raul. <laughs> Raul, <laughs> no, Raul uh, is a great guy and he's like super nerd guy. He's like, Butch, Butch, they're doing this death battle. I'm like, what is death battle? I had no idea what it was. And then he basically told me about it and uh, showed me everything. And uh, I was like, we got to we got to talk to these guys. This is so cool. And then so that's how I got informed. So Raul, thank you very much. There yeah, you thank yeah. you, Raul, <laughs> very much, man. Especially <laughs> from our side. Thanks, Raul. No, it was yeah. really cool because we so we got on the on the, our, our call for uh, when you were going to do the interview for us and we were to first chat with Raul uh, and and talking with him was so funny just right out the gate because he's just like, He's like, hey, so like a really big fan of Death Battle. I'm like, oh, that's really cool, man. He's like, I watch every Death Battle cast. And when he said that, I was like, oh wow, he like he really is like a big fan of our stuff. So, <laughs> dude, thanks so much for yeah, uh, yeah. for helping make that happen. Well, yeah, he definitely he informed me. I checked you guys out. I'm like, this is really cool. I love what you guys do because I'm a superhero freak myself. I love superhero. Obviously, I have all this superhero stuff, and I'm a huge <laughs> fantasy guy and all that. So I love that stuff and i love what you guys do and i um there's a couple other channels out there that do live action battles like this with superheroes and stuff and but mm-hmm. you guys just do a great job and um, i was like well this is really fun i wonder if they even talked to me so then we did the uh, my vi- my video and and then i did a reaction to you and it was really really fun so yeah i've had a great time with this so we had a fun i had a fun moment when so when you tweeted at us I was like, oh, shit, like, this is really cool. Like, uh, you know, but I, I was texting Ben. And I was like, yo, look at this, like, Butch Hartman, like, you know, just talking about the death battle. And then I was like, we had voiced, we were way ahead this season. So it had been a long, it had been quite a while since I voiced that script. And then I had this moment where I was like, I don't remember who won that fight. And I texted Ben and I was like, please tell me Danny wins that fight. Like, <laughs> and he was like, yes, pretty decisively. I'm like, yes. Because otherwise, like, now, now, 
now we have the uh, the narrative where we get to celebrate it together as opposed to us being on the defensive and you coming with your notes which you already had ready and being like well actually you know <laughs> i did i was like danny's got like 46 powers guys and you know, yeah no, I, it would, you know, even if Danny had lost, which I was hoping that he wouldn't, but I was like, yeah, these guys are good guys and they're having fun. It would have been, it would have been cool anyway. Cause then I was going to say, let's do a rematch and here's why we should. And I would have read every power <laughs> and, uh, you know. Uh, well, I mean, on that note, like through the analysis and the battle, uh, did Danny stack up better or worse than you expected? Uh, I thought it really well, you know, um, I thought, uh, the fight, I would like to have seen a couple of the powers uh, utilized a little more. Just this is, again, you know, I'm just excited there was a battle in the first place. But now that you're asking me, I would love to have seen his ice abilities used a little bit more. We had one moment where he uses the ice beam. But I think Danny's ice power is very formidable, especially against the fire. And I love the fact that you ended the battle with um, him possessing, or, you know, we called it overshadowing, overshadowing mm -hmm. uh, Jake. And uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, overshadow Jake and just have all the dragons kill each other. <laughs> have all the dragons <laughs> turn against each other. Um, because um, Danny in the show has a, a, a foe named Vlad Plasmius, who's an who's kind of who's an older guy, but he's got the same powers Danny's had, but he's had him for like twenty more years, so he's better at it. So Danny kind of learns all these abilities from Vlad inadvertently, and so Danny becomes a more powerful ghost at an earlier age. Danny's a pretty powerful dude if you think about it, and then when he gets older, it's going to be even um, more powerful. He even fights his future self at one point, right. you know. So yeah, yes, but uh, yeah, I think you guys did a great job. Whale. The ghostly Lately. whale, yeah, the ghostly whale was a big one, and uh, the chill factor was cool, and uh, you know, I'm sure that I even did in uh, Danny Phantom. I did another one where Danny gets, I give him a new power on one of my videos. He's got this thing called the Void, and um, where he can just uh, create instant darkness, like a ghost, where like you, know, you're, it's instantaneously dark, and it'll blind you. So there's all these other things that come about. That's cool. So yeah, that, so that, I, that kinda... I saw a lot of comments. That's oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sam. I was just curious, like, with that and, like, having watched some of the stuff you've done with, like, the, you know, like, the What If Danny Phantom of the Future stuff, like, if you were to reboot the show, is that where you would like to take it? Like, like an older Danny Phantom? Or would you go back to, like, the, you know, the blunder years that, like, you know, more leaving where the show well, left if I, off? That's a very good question. Very good question. If I if I were to reboot the show, I'd probably definitely do an older version. It wouldn't be super old. I th I'd probably go maybe five or six years older. I think, to me, a great moment would be Danny's in college or just gotten out of college like he's in his early 20s um, a little beyond a teen titan sort of thing you know just starting mm -hmm. out in the world but we ended the show with the entire world knowing who Danny is so Danny's identity has been revealed so I think he'd have like a core or like just technology kind of like the Fantastic Four where uh, Reed Richards yeah yeah Really would kind of look to the really like more tarbender kind of a look to it. would Be really really cool. Yeah, I saw like one of the things that I went and checked out was just uh, it seemed like when you know we we're like, hey, would you like to be on the channel? I was like, sure. Like, let me see what kind of content he's making currently. And I went, I was checking it out, and I saw yeah, you drawing them like in the future. And it was really cool to see the like the thoughts and like updating the characters. Uh, and that was one thing that I noticed that you know you hit on a lot was it just like hey now like because this is all out in the world like. You know, now he's got like a little bit of fans, right? And like other characters, like are gonna kind of embrace that. You know, like yeah, yeah. How do you and how do you deal with that when you're world famous and you have superpowers and everybody knows who you are? Your family's constantly in danger. <laughs> so how do you how do you deal with that? And then how? Fortunately, he can turn so invisible. So, <laughs> unfortunately, his family. Well, he can't. He, 
has some crazy <laughs> yeah, technology can, on their yeah. side. <laughs> um, right, so right. I do have a question for you regarding uh, the winner. This actually <laughs> came up while we were discussing uh, this episode with the researchers, uh, mostly just for fun. But in most situations, the first character in a death battle uh, to die is the loser. So technically, in your own mind, when Danny goes ghost, is he dying? <laughs> oh, interesting. You know what's funny? I've had that question asked so many times, and, and people have made tons of fan theories about it. I'm so psyched when they do that. It's awesome. Um, when I first conceived the show, when I came up with it, that wasn't a thought of mine. I wasn't like he's dead. I wasn't like he, he doesn't die. He, he, he has like the abilities of a ghost because he has ectoplasm in his DNA. He can do what ghosts can do, but he's still alive because then he has to come back to life. When he's when he turns into a kid again, right? So he doesn't go. So from he's not death constantly life, dying and life. resurrecting. No, it's like it's like a really fast <laughs> right, phoenix. Exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> like Patrick, like, exactly right. Like Patrick Swayze, ghost, dead guy. You know, <laughs> Patrick Swayze, dead guy. But then you got you know, but then there's space space ghost. You know, live guy right. who can turn invisible yep. and stuff. So I don't know. You know, uh, Danny's a live kid. Yeah, who um who someone please do fan art of danny phantom like with his hands around that clay pot that scene from ghosts like the Pelican. i know right hey uh real quick though but uh broadcast asking if you can refresh your browser tab apparently yeah me do it i can refresh yeah and he's doing that now he which did. is why he's frozen yeah he's doing it we right there there you go there we go all he's right we good we're back we're back. Mm, that should help. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Uh, I mean, and, and you had kind of already answered this, but the question that all the fans are having, um, if if Danny had lost, would you have been mad? Um, <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Here's the thing. How could I have been mad? You guys are doing such a great job even honoring the character by, by animating him and taking all. I know how much effort goes into this stuff. The fact that you would take your time and energy to put it into a character that I created Man, I mean, uh, that that was just an honor enough. And if he had lost, I'd, I would have been a little bummed, like, oh, dang it, I wish he would have won. won. But uh, no, man, I, I wouldn't have been mad. I would have been, okay, let's do another one. And here's why we should do it. And here's what you guys should do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so one of the coolest, and again, like we, you know, we said, uh, Butch has a channel on YouTube, so go check it out. Like, uh, especially the reaction was very interesting to watch. Uh, and one of the coolest parts is something that I've always been curious about. And it's one thing that I brought up when we were doing our interview is that like, the when you're creating the show and like you might have a laser blast make a crater in the ground right but then not like but then we have to mm -hmm. actually like measure it and see and then find out how powerful of a blast what that means that that blast was actually capable of and so when that happened and watching you react to that was like such a cool moment because you're just like oh that's really interesting i just we just thought it looked cool you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. no trust me that's exactly what you're doing because uh, keep in mind when i made those shows we were on a timeline. I mean, we were on a, a real deadline. It's like, you know, we got to write a script, a Danny Phantom script every week and a half and then get it storyboarded, recorded, animated, edited. Uh, you were talking about an eight, nine month process. I mean, back then, this is like in the early 2000s. So, you know, you, you don't have weeks and months and years to spend writing something. You're like, well, we did that. Can we do this? Yes, we can. That's cool. And then the board guy, the, the script might say, Danny blasts the ghost. You're like, okay, that's what the script says. And then the board guy does this awesome drawing. You're like, oh, that's so cool. Okay, yeah, keep that in there. And so then 
20 years later, it becomes, hey, okay, how much would that be on my six of TNT is that? And you're like, well, we really that, but thank you very much. You know, everything has a ripple effect. You know, it always cracks me up like these Spider-Man comics. How many Spider-Man titles are there out there in, in the comic, you know, oh, it's world? Fun. There's thousands a ton of spots. upon thousands. And every, I know, and they do this in The Amazing Spider-Man, and then they completely counteract it in just Spider-Man's friends or whatever it is. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. none. I, there's so many continuity things you got to keep track of, and no human being, well, maybe one of you guys can, but I don't know. I could never keep track of all of it. But you <laughs> do your best. Fun. I mean, you no, it's, it's super fun. You do your best. And then I, I love the fact that you guys are exploring that, though. I love the analysis. It was really cool. Yeah, uh, especially when it does come to characters like comic book characters who have been around for 80 or so years, like going through all the inconsistencies and and trying to make sense of it is uh, mm-hmm. one of the probably trickiest things that we do uh, for Death Battle, uh, trying to lock it all down as one character as opposed to, oh, multiple stories with multiple writers and whatnot. But we have to look Dude, at uh, it as a single character. Co- um, comic characters and anime are yeah. tra- traditionally shown in oh, specifically oh yeah, god and like you know what amazed me like this has nothing to do with death battle but like in the amazing spider-man movie with toby Maguire, they completely got rid of the web shooters and had his webbing be biological his- out of his body and i'm like what yeah. you're like wait a minute what <laughs> hold on a second <laughs> how does how does that happen and then you're like okay <laughs> you have no choice but to kind of go along with that that was mm-hmm. amazing to me <laughs> You know, and then it's now, like, uh, I, you remember the Mortal Kombat movie and like Scorpion mm-hmm. in like the original Mortal Kombat would throw a spear. But then in the movie, they had his hand like open up and that weird little like snake thing come out. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> OK, fine. Yeah, I guess that's sure, where we're going. Sure. I, I feel fine. like that one was also like the board guy was like, oh, but wouldn't it be cooler if and then it was like yeah. in the boards and they're like, well, I guess exactly. this is cool. I can't say it's not like we got to do it now. And I guarantee in that situation, you had a director that had never seen Mortal Kombat. Like, what does he do? Okay, fine. And they just went with that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, a lot of those little video I, game I, movies. I, don't get mad at me I, if I said that about the director. I have no idea. But I'm, I'm just <laughs> – Everybody hates me. No, uh, Not at all. Yeah, so speaking well, of boards uh, – Ben's about to ahead. try and transition us. But uh, speaking of boards – Go ahead. That was one thing that was super interesting because, like, obviously, like, I kind of, you know, before we did the uh, the interview, I, I looked into, like, you know, kind of your past work and stuff. And uh, you used to do boards for Hanna-Barbera and, like, you worked on, like, Johnny Bravo. Oh, yeah, dude. I worked on uh, right when I got to Hanna-Barbera right when it became Cartoon Network. And so I worked on uh, Dexter's yeah. Lab, Johnny Bravo, baby. And then I worked on Cow and Chicken. <laughs> And anyway, I made yeah. a bunch of short cartoons over there. I worked with a guy named Seth McFarlane, if anybody's ever heard of him. I worked I with him. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, great guy. One of the funniest guys I ever met in my life. And uh, yeah, I had a great time over there. Yeah, so I did a lot of work over there on that stuff back in the day. That was really cool, man. I have a, I have a lot of nostalgia for like that era of cartoons, man. I remember mm-hmm. watching Johnny Bravo with my dad. Uh, oh, yeah. So like, <laughs> super cool. One of, my favorites I, one of my favorites I ever did, I wrote with Seth. We wrote it was uh, Johnny Bravo meets Adam West. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, and then it was just really funny because Adam, Adam and I, we got Adam West to come in and do the voice of Adam West, which was just great. And we just made Adam West a complete lunatic, and he was he was totally down <laughs> to do it. It was so great. Well, you yeah. brought him in for Fairly Odd Parents too as Catman, right? Yeah, I did. So when um, it was interesting. <laughs> I sold I sold Fairly Odd Parents right when Seth sold uh, Family Guy, and we kind of mm-hmm. both uh, went like this, you know, went in separate ways. And uh, 
He's like, I'm going to have Adam on my show. I'm like, yeah, I'll have him on my show too. So we both had Adam West on our show. <laughs> and, uh, so I, we made him, we made him Catman and on, on uh, Fairly Odd Parents. And what, he, again, what just a, the greatest guy and the greatest sport and would let us pretty much do anything and was so cool. And what a dream come true to meet a guy like that, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're working with Batman. So like, <laughs> oh, totally. Are you kidding? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, actually, speaking of boards and art, um, you're obviously an artist, so this is a great way to transition into our next part of the show. What's going on? With all this fan art, there's so much I do that cool too, Bush, by the way. Every post. time I was, I was drumming, going. yeah, I was into it. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, they saw um, that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just the very end. So... Uh, after announcing this and after you uh, uh, posted about it on Twitter, a bunch of people got on board with making their own art celebrating the episode and, and so Danny cool, and Jake. Uh, and we have um, some, if not all of it, to show today and get your feedback on it. What do you think? <laughs> um, I've, because, seen, I've uh, already seen some of it and I'm just blown away. I mean, I, like I was telling you guys before the broadcast, I'm glad I'm not there competing with these artists for jobs because they're so talented. I'm, I'm <laughs> thank God I'm not out there against them. Yeah, we have well, a lot of very, go very ahead talented artists in the community. Let's go ahead and bring up uh, one of the first very talented artists, Kurt Kuro. Oh, Kuro? Is- Oh, Kuro. I know Kuro. Kuro's amazing. Kuro is a, a, a great guy and a great artist. Why, look at that. That's amazing. Great stuff. This he is actually animated, cool. he yeah. animated some stuff on my channel for me. Uh, he did a really? Danny Phantom Origins. Yeah, we did, a, we did a Danny Phantom Origins where I tell the story of how I created Danny Phantom. And Kuro actually animated that for me. He's a, he's a great guy. That's awesome. Oh, That's cool. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then here's Laughing Zen. Love it, man. That is so cool. That one actually looks like both characters from the shows, too. That's really on, on the style. Yeah, That's great. I mean, yeah, really going for some style. style. Love it. Love it. Golden oh, guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that. getting a, a battle scene. We, we kind of have a, something similar to this happen in the, in the actual fight, although Danny's using ice powers. Um, but it's, yep, it's yep. kind of cool. Anytime uh, somebody makes a piece of art of the two characters fighting and they post it before the episode ever airs, and it's like, that's very similar to something that's about to happen in the episode. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> in that in that drawing there specifically, uh, Danny looks very fantastic for. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, very jo- very Johnny Storm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Speaking of what he would be in the future, there we good go. Good little face off here from Justin Rock. It. Man, so cool. It's, it's what an honor these people would do this and spend their time. I love that. That's so cool. Very awesome. Well, they're probably freaking out that you're checking it out right now. So, <laughs> uh, that's a nice one right there. Brad Rob's right. uh, thumbnail for it, uh, hand drawn, which is really neat. Love it. Uh, that's on paper. Yeah. Oh my gosh, paper. Yeah. I remember paper. Paper was a material. <laughs> paper was a material many people would use. This, I, I actually, I actually Dude. saw this one already. I love. Oh my gosh, that is just unbelievable. Lisa Pellegrin, I believe, amazing. It's yeah, it, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, and like, and you look, and like, even down in the bottom, like every time I look at that image, like I I see something new. Like, see down below, like it says "Death Battle," and there's like Wiz and Boomsticks characters on the like advertising Mm -hmm. screen. Like it's man, and there's the blimp back there. It's crazy. Oh, love it! It Super detailed. (laughs) That is Jeff. Definitely check that one out. Liz Artino, and then Fran Phantoms uh, version of mashing the two kind of styles together. Just looks really neat. Also, in the in the far background, you can kind of see them. Oh, there they are. Oh, yeah. like, oh, very cool. Very cool. 
I like this one because they're both in their normal uh, um, human uh, forms. That's really cool. Yeah. So that's one thing that yeah. we I notice a lot. There's a lot of comments like, obviously, we have to kill one of them in the show. Um, <laughs> but a lot of times, you know, realistically, these characters come together and they're very similar and things like that. And like, if they honestly like went in real, you know, in real life, uh, like they would be friends. And like, I always see that comment on like pretty much every battle we do, like unless it's like a very clear like villain character. Um, they're usually yeah. just like, well, how does it actually goes? Like, man, could you imagine that? And they start thinking about like, that would be awesome to have uh, Jake and Danny like go fight crime together. Like, <laughs> you know that's what, what that uh, one reminded what I, me of. What I liked about the death battle, though, I think the voices you guys picked were really good. The voice actor who did Danny's voice, particularly, uh, was a really pretty spot on Danny Phantom. I thought, um, you know, did a great job. It's it's funny the the guy we got for for Danny Nicholas Andrew Louis. He's been in death battle. I think this is his fourth or fifth episode with us. And every time, every character he's been before this, he's lost. His character has <laughs> lost the fight. So he's had this horrible losing streak <laughs> forever. Oh, <laughs> and well, he, finally well, he finally gets got, a win. He got, got to win. Way to go, man. Congratulations. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, and then I think there's one more piece of art, which is, if we can pull up number seven, which is yours. Oh, hey, look oh, at that. Wow, look at that. That looks familiar. <laughs> that's, uh, we had to show it off. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's the I, thumbnail I, for my video, actually. I, I love yep. what you did with the, the Jake coming out or, or the dragon coming out of Jake. Almost like JoJo stand yeah. kind of thing. It's really neat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I actually, my, my buddy Raul over here, I actually have another version of this where um, I have fire coming out of Jake's back as to cover the transition there. Because I, I mm. forgot that he turned he, he his body turns into fire or something when he turns into the dragon. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, that was the first <laughs> version. Of that. But I like that one, too. Thank you very much. I, that's called which has to do a thumbnail in 20 minutes. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> well Dude, it was awesome to see like, uh well yeah and so like uh i saw a lot of people commenting on um you drawing our characters and drawing our characters so quickly and i hadn't seen that and i was like oh what is what are they talking about and i was like oh cool like i went and then watched the interview um that we had done and i saw that there was that at the end and like that was something that i was just like blown away by it's like you've you've never drawn our characters before and then, like, you can clearly tell you've been doing this for a very long time because you're just, like, <laughs> casually glancing over at whatever reference picture you have. And it's like, <sighs> like, I was showing my daughter and she was just like, whoa, <laughs> like, she's like blown away by just how fast it, like, comes together. Oh, man. No, yeah, well, for, uh, they're really well designed characters. I really like them. Uh, did you guys design those characters yourself or did you pay uh, highly talented people we, to do that for you? We paid a concept artist. Um, mm -hmm. Well, and, I mean, uh, a concept artist. Uh, oh, yes. Yes, we paid a concept for those... artist for the original design, and then it, uh, the characters were uh, created for animation through the Rooster Teeth uh, uh, art art team. But like, yeah, so, really... so they weren't represented uh, for a long time. But we always kind of like knew, I guess, like what they looked because uh, it actually started way, way back. Ben and I had to do a video where we answered questions and we had to do it live action, but then we didn't know how to represent <laughs> ourselves. So like we like fake dressed up as like the silhouettes of the characters and then like turn the lights off so that people couldn't see. And we were like doing the voices. Um, so then that led to we've, like we've always had uh, we've always had a general idea of what the characters would probably look like. I mean they're they're pretty stereotypical in a way. Yeah, characters was like it's right. like a gun toting redneck in a mad scientist. <laughs> so it's like you have yeah. you have two very like clearish pictures already. So yeah, right. Yeah. 
Well, I it took uh, and me very a early on, I think we I, established the shotgun leg too. Like, I think that was very yeah. I didn't. Early I was on. just gonna say I didn't even notice that. I had to look at like a bunch of art to find a full body thing where one dude's got his he's got a gun for a leg, and then the other yeah. guy's yeah. got a robotic arm. Yeah, I caught that too. So uh, yeah. So listen, very a lot cool, of guys. a lot of the lore of Wiz and Boomstick uh, have <laughs> happens improv while we're voicing. Uh, <laughs> I especially have a tendency <laughs> to just say stuff. Um, and then somehow it just turns into death battle lore. And I believe that uh, the shotgun leg came from, uh, the episode with doom guy where, uh, we were talking about the shotgun from doom. And then I just made some comment about like, yeah, that's what my leg is or something. I don't know. It was, <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, yeah, now he's got a shotgun for like, See, well, well, this, this, that's your, that's your version of the Danny Phantom laser crater. Like, okay, that looks cool. Let's just do that. Yeah. That's what yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, there is one and more piece of art. There's one more Let's piece see. of art. I see people yeah. in the chat actually mentioning it. It is an animation. It's really cool. Ooh. This is from Alex Goodwin. Oh, I've seen this one too. Yeah, Let's this see is if killer. it can play correctly on the stream. Yeah, this is really nice. This is uh, real, uh, the name isn't bad. on screen, so I want to say the the Twitter handle out loud. Uh, Alex Goodwin. That's Alex with three L's uh, underscore Goodwin. Um, fantastic really cool. work on yeah, Spar. Really like cool. it's really cool extremely um, cool it'd be kind of cool to you. see if there's some animators out there that want to take the death battle and maybe take a sequence or take a take a clip from the death battle like that and maybe animate it yourself and then we can assemble all the clips and see if we can reassemble the death battle with all the clips that'd be kind of cool that'd that would be cool neat. like like a collab kind of thing you do that's something I noticed you do a lot on your channel, man, which is really cool. Is that it's very much about, you know, just inspiring people to like, you know, try out art or whatever they're passionate about, you know, like do that. Like, yeah. don't, you know, take the first step. And like, you, it's been pretty cool. Oh, well, cool, man. Thank you. Yeah. I, um, cause again, as a, as a young person, uh, when I was, uh, growing, coming up through the industry, you just had to do it yourself. And there were people that would inspire you, but it was pretty like, you know, you got to learn this on your own. You've got to learn how to do characters and backgrounds and how to, and then to become a writer on top of that, you know, cause back then, back then, if you were an artist, you did not become a writer. You were not a writer. You weren't allowed in the writer's room. And I'm like, wait, wait, I'm, what are these guys writing in there? Cause I would get the storyboards going, this is pretty bad. Why are these characters doing this? Who's writing it? So wondering <laughs> why. I was like, and I, and then I would go and meet the writers and the writers don't even like cartoons. I don't like cartoons. I'm just waiting to do this. I'm just waiting to write a movie. I, I want to get out of this as quickly as I can. So I was working with writers who didn't even like cartoons in the first place. And so you're like, wow, okay. If I become a writer myself, I can write my own stuff. So I always encourage artists to become writers because you become more valuable that way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Sense, yeah. uh, I will say it real quick. Shout out. Thank you. Real Bowser dude in the chat for posting Alex Goodwin's Twitter in the chat. Go check him out. Uh, it's it's a really cool. Uh, piece of art that he posted all right yeah uh well let's go ahead and get to the final segment of today's show it's time for the community death battle okay before we go to that community death battle there's one more thing look it's a wild world in uh warner media and mental health strategies for COVID 19 apparently would like me to remind you that while we're all feeling uh some uncertainty right now we can face that uncertainty together and we'll make it all through this if we do. While we have to stay physically apart, it's more important than ever to stay close to one another, reach out to friends and family. So send some texts, pick up your phone, you know, I don't know, Facebook poke somebody. Is that still a thing kids do? I'm not sure. It doesn't sound like a smart thing in 2020, but you probably can do it. 
We want to remind you that if you need support, you can reach out to NAMI, the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization, to get support for yourself and learn how to support others too. Visit NAMI, that's N-A-M-I dot org, or call 1-800-950-NAMI-6264. You're not alone. Do it. So this one uh, is... Do I take my shirt doing... off for this? Am I, am I sure? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. You're ready. You're ready for a fight. You don't, you don't <laughs> we'll get some views there, man. Uh, <laughs> there uh, so, another so, video trending. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> As always, with Community Death Battle, we leave it up to you guys to let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag Death Battle Cast on Twitter. Uh, this week's... Uh, battle is between Wanda and Cosmo from uh, Fairly Odd Parents uh, and the fairy godmother of like Disney movies. Disney. <laughs> Were we just doing like a composite thing? We did. I think, right? Well, we, well, yeah, what we, what we, we settled on was the one from Cinderella, but also like any of the feats that the Disney fairy godmothers can do. So also, I forget their names, the three, the, the red, the green, the blue. Oh, that's uh, Flora, Flora, Fauna, yes, and Fauna. There it is. Nailed it. Mother. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah, knows yeah. what he's talking about. There you go. <laughs> Finally, there's some show about fairy godparents. About. So I would hope <laughs> you would think um, after 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we should we should have some answers from Twitter. Uh, so let's go ahead and pull up the answer for Wanda and Cosmo. I assume is the first one. Yeah. All right, and Zachary. Crazy last name. Uh, Cosmo and Wanda, uh, they've been shown to have enough magic to change every person on Earth into the exact same great blob shape, can revive the dead, and create a Death Star-esque space, uh, space station. I wish the fairy godmother would bibbity-bobbity go away. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Zach. We, and then we also should... Wow, that's very astute. <laughs> We should also have an answer oh, for oh, oh, uh, the fairy godmother. Okay, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and bring up the, the, the Twitter post for the fairy godmother first. All right, this one's from Martin Trollberg. Uh, he says, although they can make anything possible through granting wishes, neither can grant their own wishes. This is more strict rules uh, uh, on Wanda and Cosmo that could prevent them from fighting back. Also, the fairy godmother has a lot more experience in comparison <laughs> Hmm. I, I picked this one specifically exactly? because, like, well, in this one specifically, we never have the opportunity to just ask the creator. Is like, well, can can they actually do that? So that was the why I picked that question because it's very interesting to be like, he's like, oh, that's a good question. No, um, let me say because Cosmo and Wanda, no, Cosmo and Wanda can do magic on their own. They do it all the time. Like if P Timmy's parents are coming in the room, they'll just pop into an object and hide. Timmy doesn't have to wish for that. Um, they, they, if they're hungry, they pop up food all the time and eat, they, they can do all sorts of stuff on their own. Um, for sure. The limit on Cosmo wanted is their intelligence because Cosmo's so dumb. And so that would, <laughs> would be a fact. However, the fairy godmother from Cinderella had to use natural elements to make stuff. She had to turn the pumpkin into a carriage and turn the mice into the footmen and her wishes end at midnight. There's a time limit on her wishes. So I, I don't think... I, I think Cosmo Wanda, I, I don't know. They might they might have a chance against her. I don't know. But I've never seen the full extent of her power. So who knows? So Cosmo and Wanda can use their powers on themselves, but then can they grant their own wishes? Well, I mean, that's kind of a, okay. Well, because uh, Timmy, they can grant Timmy's wishes, but Tim, the rule is Timmy has to wish for something before they can do it for Timmy. But then right. 
like again, they can protect themselves. If they're going to go to a party, they often they often pop up into costumes real quick. They could definitely do magic on themselves and things like that. So it's a very. I guess what the question is: Is there a limit? Is there a limit to the magic that they can well, do? There's, for there's a, they have the a, rules, right? But like they have the rule book. Yeah, they have. They have a rule. They can book. be broken. Um, yeah. Uh, we never really, the funny thing about the rule book was we had to give them some kryptonite. So whatever's in the rule book at the time, whatever the story called for, one of my favorite rules of all time. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite rules of all time was I'm really hungry. Oh, sorry, Timmy. We stopped serving breakfast wishes at 1030. You know, that was kind of, <laughs> so, um, you know, so, uh, but, uh, it was, call back to all the times called, you just missed it at McDonald's, right? <laughs> I, know, exactly, I know, I know. Yeah. So, uh. So they, uh, yeah. So I think Cosmo Wanda would definitely stand a chance, but I'd have to, I have to really, like you guys do, I'd have to break down their powers and really look at what uh, they're capable of. For sure, Same. for sure. And and if we were going to do a death battle, this we would absolutely go through every single Disney material and all of uh, Fairly Odd Parents, including the live action movies, all of that. Audience, uh, to really lock the it down. The audience is clamoring for this. The audience is clamoring <laughs> for a death battle. Now. Cosmo Wanda versus Flora, Fawn, and Merryweather. Come on. Uh, there's a comment. Uh, uh, Malius Fallis in the chat says Cosmo and Wanda would just play hide and seek until the clock runs out on the fairy's magic. <laughs> That's yeah, a good go. point. They could totally pull that Perfect. off. And does the fairy godmother have a time limit on everything? That's a good question. She goes, she goes, you got to be home by midnight. I'm like, why would she put that limitation on Cinderella? Why is there a limitation? Well, there? you know, she's probably like Cinderella's, you know, young girl out on town. You know, you got to make sure home. she gets back in time. <laughs> you know, like old fashioned. Yeah. I have old fashioned yeah, curfew. You have, you have a daughter. You understand. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just way easier to be like. Time limit on the carriage, too. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, you the only issue with that. Quicker. <laughs> the only issue with Good. that uh, line of thinking is that the way it would work is if she did miss curfew, she would no longer have a ride back. She would be stranded. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think that's, that's very right. motherly esque. I don't know. <laughs> that is true. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I I'm inclined to believe that that is a limit on her power because of that. I do. I do like the fact that that limit ups the stakes of the story, though. And then she runs sure. away. And also, Cinderella has the power to wear glass shoes. So that will always crack me up. She's got. <laughs> she wears glass shoes yeah. and don't break. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. That, that's true. Doesn't she very run dainty. with those? She, well, one one screw she up. She dances and, in them. She dances. She climbs the stairs in glass shoes, and then she runs away and leaves one. So, like, uh, obviously, she's impervious to glass. So Cinderella has impervious skin, I think. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> let's be real though. If I had glass shoes, I'd only make the mistake of breaking them once, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> just like, okay. Now every I'm never gonna do that again. So just like everything. Yeah. Very, Underwear. Very careful. All right. Well, um, before, oh, before we get made to out the, of Pyrex, she's got those Pyrex slippers. <laughs> <laughs> before we get to the yeah, audience poll, um, let's let's go uh, let's go ahead and cast our own votes for who we think we should uh, should win. I'm gonna say uh, Wanda and Cosmo just because of this limitation that it seems the fairy godmother has. Uh, I I really like the I don't remember who it was in the chat, but I really like the idea that they would just hide and seek out the the, the time I like limit. That too. Wait, which I can like, absolutely that's a good argument. So that's my vote. Yep. I would probably say I'd say that I think Cosmo Wanda because there's two of them. And I think, you know, they at least one of them, if, if the fairy godmother took one out, there's still one left. And then yeah. if it's, uh, you know, Wanda against the fairy godmother, then you got, you know, real problem there. I just, <laughs> oh, God, I just, I just I'm, pictured I'm one in Cosmo too. Well, I just pictured the fact that like if Cosmo and Wanda do win, 
then like we have to kill this kind old motherly looking woman. Just picture the horrible like, world of death battle. Oh, and then, like, oh god! <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh man! Uh, guys, this is guys. This is the world you've created. Welcome to your world. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Butch, sometimes yeah. when we're like planning out these scripts, like we have to plan out a way for a character to kill the other and we can get into some dark places sometimes. Oh, it's I, weird. I, it's yeah, I'm, up. I'm notoriously bad. Uh, you know, you brought up <laughs> Spider-Man totally a lot and that's one that we wanted that we talk about a lot because when we were first reading Spider-Man versus Batman, uh, I was like, we're like, all right, well, what's the way that Spider-Man could kill Batman? I was like, well, you know, his mouth is exposed. I was like, so what, what if Spider-Man like trapped him and then like just put his web shooter and just literally just like uh, choked him uh, on uh, the web? So we didn't do uh, that. <laughs> That's not how that episode ended. <laughs> because you looked into it and the sprites wouldn't allow it <laughs> at the time. Also because it would have been sprite animator. a bit much for Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really we dark. Did. Oh my we gosh. did also have the community vote on the poll to see who would win too, so we can go ahead and check that out as well. Yes. Thank you for getting us back on track, Sam. <laughs> yes, thank you, Sam. Yeah. No. All right. Do we do we have results that poll? Are in? There we go. Wow. Oh, one in well, Cosmo. One in Cosmo. Eighty percent. Look okay. at that. Whoa. Okay. Uh, well, perhaps this this was a little more one-sided than I expected. <laughs> you go, uh, you well, go. thank you everybody who voted on that. Um, Thanks, for the yeah. next community death battle, um, Butch, is there any character that you would like us to uh, maybe throw into the next community death battle or even a matchup? Like anything that comes to mind, maybe a character from Danny Vantum or whatever or anything. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Crimson Chin from Crimson and Chin. I would think Flood Crimson Gen. Yeah. What was it? We, we had talked about. Uh, How can you not do that character? And then there's Crash. We had a little bit of a stutter there. Sorry on our end. Um, yeah. I believe you, so you said got, Crimson Chin. I said Crimson Chin. Yeah. Crimson Chin. Uh, his mighty jaw of justice. And he's voiced by Jay Leno. So right there. He's got the powers of right. a talk show host. And you. <laughs> impressive powers. Yeah. Yeah, and also he's very powerful. And you could do Crash Nebula as another character from Fairly Odd Parents. He's a space guy. And then there's um, Chip Skylark, I think, with his shiny teeth. I think in his power of music would be good. That's good. Chip Skylark. So you, you mentioned Crimson Chin. And yep. that was one of the things when last week when we were talking about doing Fairly Odd Parents, they were like, you should do Crimson Chin versus Powdered Toast Man oh, from perfect. Ren and Stimpy. That's amazing because they're both completely silly heroes, and uh, I have no idea what Powder Toastman even does. But I think I just uh, remember his Crimson nipples Chin. shooting off and like getting into their eyes, and then like brainwashing them or something. <laughs> That's a very like, weird show, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Um, all the then chat, let's do that. The chat is just like Crimson Chin, Crimson Chin. Uh, oh, versus the Tick is another one that people are suggesting. We, oh, we did do way. that actually for a. I believe we did that uh, community death battle a while back. Actually, Crimson Chin versus the Tick. Did we really? Crimson oh, you're right. I think we did. I'm pretty sure we did. I'm pretty sure ago. we did. Yeah, it was probably a long time ago. I think it was before the poll. Um, so I'd be okay with doing it again with like the polls and the, and the answers. Um, so let's go ahead between the four of us. Which which opponent should Crimson Chin uh, go up against the tick 
or what is it? Toastman? I don't actually know. Powdered, toast man. powdered, powdered, powdered toast, toast man from Brendan Stimpy. I think that would just one sounds be funny. The, the I think most the ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, totally. Powdered toast man uh, is great. I and the tick is really funny too. Because again, I don't even know what the tick's powers are. And uh, the crimson chin can fly, and he's really strong, and has whatever kind of power we need him to have at the moment. But uh, <laughs> he's over the top. And and the crimson chin has a sidekick. Timmy is his sidekick. Uh, Cleft the boy chin wonder. Yeah, that's his sidekick. So, uh, um, so he is. Yeah, Timmy could back him up. And uh, but the tick has Ar- what's uh, Arthur? Arthur the Arthur, moth dude. Yeah. Arthur, yeah. yeah, the moth. Arthur, yeah, that's a perfect matchup because they both have sidekicks. So that'd be a pretty cool matchup. Actually, yeah, let's do yeah, that. Okay, that way. I like that. Yeah. Let's do that like with that. the sidekicks. Yeah. That makes it different. Real quick yeah. though. All right. Does like w- we can't really give Timmy Cosmo and Wanda, can we? No, no, no. No, not like, that scenario. No, you'd give him. A, okay. You'd give no. him a, I'd say you'd give him a superhero. He's got a chin. It's utility cleft, which has uh, objects in it. It has right. a grappling hook, and it has like uh, <laughs> chinnerangs that shoot out of it too. Okay. <laughs> yes. awesome. All right, so we're doing. Way, what, for city, the next... what city does? Wait, what, I'm gonna ask you guys if you know that. What city does the Crimson Chin fight crime in? It is Cincinnati. That's not. the name of the oh, city. Oh, Cincinnati! Right? There it is. Cincinnati. Of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that must be. That's like a boomstick. That, that was like. Yeah, yeah. I would have been <laughs> so proud to write that. That's got to be a moment in the writer's room where you're like, where does he fight? Cincinnati. Perfect. They were like, genius. That's yeah, just so, so good. Yeah, totally. All right. So it. for the it's next perfect. community death battle, we will be doing uh, Crimson Chin versus the Tick with their sidekicks in tow, whether that is a good thing or a bad thing for them. <laughs> so let us know who you think should win and why using right. hashtag death battle cast on Twitter. Um, you can give us an answer for either one. We will uh, use some of them in the next episode to kind of fuel our own discussion. And there will be a poll up later on this week as well. Um, I will say, we didn't mention it. The next death battle is going to be uh, She-Ra versus Wonder Woman, which uh, this will be our mid-season finale for this year. Uh, after after She-Ra versus Wonder Woman, we will be uh, death battle will be taking a brief uh, hiatus as DBX comes back to the channel um, for... Uh, 10 weeks. Uh, it'll be back to back to back. 10 episodes of DBX, and it's going to be great. And then Death Battle will come back uh, later on in the year f- with episode 11. So very excited for that. I uh, hope you guys enjoy that episode when it comes out. Um, again, Butch, thank you so much for joining us yeah, in this man. episode. It's yeah, thank you. amazing to have you here. Um, oh, guys, my, my honor. Thanks again. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and thanks for the cool Death Battle. hope all the fans had a good time, and I, I had a great time. So thank you very much. Thanks, man. I can tell just from the chat out throughout this whole show, like when people would join in, they're like, oh my God, it's that Butch Harmon. So everybody's been getting a big <laughs> kick out of you being here, man. So it, you, clearly it means a lot That's to cool. them too. So thank you so much, mm-hmm. man. No, it's yeah. an honor. And guys, listen, thank you again. And thanks for coming on my channel too. I had a great time interviewing you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, anytime, man. Yes. <laughs> again, everybody watching, if you haven't gone to check out his channel, uh, please do so. He's just Butch Hartman on YouTube. Easy enough to find. Um, and that wraps up this episode of Death Battle Cast. We will see you all in the next episode next week. Take care.